The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the Barca Blogones podcast. My name is Renato Gonçalves. Thank you very much for listening. This is the Sevilla nil, Barcelona nil post-match reaction. Um, full disclosure: this is being recorded right after the game, so I haven't had any time to look at stats and numbers and stuff like that. I really like to do a deep dive um, into the stats the day after the game. But this reaction is is just my raw emotions after a simply disgraceful display by Barcelona against Sevilla. They deserve to lose that match. They didn't lose because they have the best goalkeeper in the world. And we do not deserve Marc Ander Ter Stegen. We just don't. We just do not deserve a guy as good as him because we constantly in these away games we just hope that he saves us because we have no idea what to do when we have the ball it was the case under Valverde we thought things would change but now there's enough of a sample size even with the pandemic and the break and all of that this performance is inexcusable and there's enough of a sample size under Kike Setien that this team just doesn't know how to win on the road. The, the Mallorca performance was literally the exception to the rule. Barcelona are awful on the road and tonight was just another example. Um, I wrote in my preview for the game that Sevilla are really good, which they are and they were today or tonight, or yesterday. I don't know when you're listening to this or when this is going up. But Sevilla were really good in the game. Um, they're tough. They press. They pass well. They create chances. They are a really, really good team. They're in third place for a reason. They took two points away from the two-time champions for a reason. But the fact that Sevilla are good doesn't excuse Barca from their awful display. It was just awful. Except from Ter Stegen and the defense, which bailed the attack out time and time again in the second half. This was an awful performance. Nobody, nobody can escape criticism, including Lionel Messi. Messi was bad. Messi just wasn't good. He, 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 I'm sure he was frustrated as I was watching the game because he's starting to get the ball, come to midfield to pick the ball up. He was in between the central defenders at the end of the game trying to create something. Um, but even he wasn't good. 
Luis Suarez was not ready for 90 minutes. How Luis Suarez played 90 minutes in this game is beyond me. Antoine Griezmann was non-existent. <laughs> he came on. I didn't even know he was on. Um, Ricky Puig got two minutes to play. Doesn't Not enough time to make an impact. I liked Artur. I think Artur is maybe the only one who gets a pass. I thought he, he came on. He was moving without the ball. He wanted the ball. He was trying to take people on. He was trying some forward passes for once. And um, But that's it, basically. This is Ter Stegen, it's Artur, and, uh, and Jordi Alba, who made a huge clearance at the end of the game. Jura Piquet, very good. Clement Langley, very good in the air. Semedo, quick as always, although he was caught out of position a couple times. But this was just awful. Awful. The lack of creativity in this team is just insane. They just pass the ball. They pass the ball. That's all they do. They just pass. There's no plan. There's no movement in the final third. They just pass the ball from side to side until the ball gets to Messi. And then they hope Messi does something. It's awful. It's truly, truly, truly awful. It's so disappointing because I thought Kike Setien was better than this. But truth is, it just isn't. The Like... This team isn't better. It's simple as that. This team isn't better. They they have more possession. Cool. What are you doing with it? How many chances are you creating? How much are you pressing? How intense are you? There's nothing special about this team. Absolutely nothing. This Barcelona team just passes the ball until Messi does something. And guess what? The only two chances came on two free kicks by Messi. I realize, again, this is my raw emotions right after the game. So two minutes ago, I criticized Messi. Now I'm giving him a pass. Maybe it wasn't that bad. But the only two chances Barca had came on free kicks by Messi. The first, Kunde made a great um, header off the line clearance. And then second half, another free kick. This time the goalkeeper, Vaslik, um tipped the ball over the bar. <laughs> But so disappointing. So disappointing. And this is Kiki Setien's fault. Like, there's... Like, he was supposed to improve this team. I was really excited about him. There's nothing that he's doing. In these last three games, that shows me anything special. Like, they trained for like a month before they came back. They trained for two weeks together. Everyone, everyone together. They trained in separate groups. You can work on stuff. They just... It doesn't seem like they did. I don't know what's wrong with this team. It's so frustrating. Oh, I'm trying to find words other than frustrating, but it's hard. I don't know. I thought this coach was better than this. I honestly did. And I thought the players would, would respond to the change of coaching because apparently um, 
there's a good percentage of the locker room that wasn't really a fan of Valverde. It was only like the top of the top that really, really liked him and didn't want him to go. So I thought that the change would kind of invigorate everybody and make everybody work harder, but they're still playing the same old, same old way. And now there's just more possession and more passes. Nice. What are you doing with it? You're just keeping the ball for the sake of keeping it. Why? At least with Valverde, the games were exciting. This wasn't a good game. Sevilla were good, but it wasn't a good game. It was boring. Second half was boring, except for the two saves that Ter Stegen made. It was just Barca passing the ball. Passing and passing and passing some more. And then Kike Setien just doesn't make any changes. He just doesn't act. Like you saw Julian Lopetegui, who is doing an excellent job. Excellent job at Sevilla. Just excellent. You saw what he did. Change at halftime. Change 60 minutes in. Two more changes 70 minutes in. One more change in the 80th minute. He was acting. He was trying to win the game. He was making positive substitution after positive substitution to try and win the game. What is Kiki Setien's first substitution? He takes off Braithwaite and puts <laughs> and, <laughs> and brings on Artur. Again, I thought Artur played well, but you don't take a forward away from a game that you need to win. You drop these two points like you did, Real Madrid can take the top of the table back and they have an easy schedule. They have eight easy games to end the season. And they're playing really well. So if they win on Sunday, they're in first place again and then they have eight easy games because their schedule is nice. Barca have Athletic Bilbao, Atletico Madrid, Celta Vigo away. They have three really tough games. Real Madrid have Athletic Bilbao away, maybe. But then the rest is easy. Barca's schedule is tougher until the end of the season. They have to win the final eight games and hope that Real Madrid drop points. Because if you don't know, it's been so long since without football. But Real Madrid have the head-to-head advantage against Barcelona because they won El Clasico at the Bernabeu and the first tiebreaker in Spanish football in La Liga is head-to-head record. So if Barca and Real Madrid finish with the same amount of points, Real Madrid win La Liga because they have a better head-to-head record. So Barca have to finish with more points than Real Madrid. Real Madrid don't need that. They have the advantage of finishing level on points. So the title is in their hands. All they need to do is win their final nine games. And it doesn't matter if Barca win the next, the fi- their final eight games by seven to nil every game. It doesn't matter. They're not winning the league. All Real Madrid need right now is nine one nil wins. That's all they need. Barca need eight wins and hope that Real Madrid drop points. And all because of an awful performance with the awful coaching performance on top of it. A coach that his first change isn't positive. 
The second is Griezmann, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. If you see how badly Griezmann has played since the return, the restart. And then he gives Ricky Puig, our most creative midfielder in the entire squad, two minutes. Plus, of course, the five additional minutes, but there's no plan. It's all desperation. You're just trying to win the game. It doesn't matter. So, Ricky Puig effectively had two minutes to change the game, and then it's ball to Messi. Let's cross the ball into the box and see what happens. So, he had no chance to make an impact. Just so disappointing by Kike. City ain't supposed to be better than this. Is this too big for him? I don't know. Might be. Uh, let's take a break and then we'll do some player ratings next. All right, we're back. Um, let's do the player ratings. I'm not very good at player ratings, by the way, so please forgive me if I say something stupid. Um, if I give a grade that's not too, that doesn't seem too realistic. Um, I'm not very good at player ratings, especially right after a game. I haven't had time to kind of reassess the, the match. I usually re-watch the games. I'm not re-watching this one, that's for sure. Um, so, let's do the player ratings. Thurstegen, I'm giving him an 8 out of 10. Um, he didn't have to make any big saves, but he made an excellent save to stop Ocampos and then another couple of really solid saves that he needed a strong hand so because he didn't he didn't make a world class unbelievable save this time is only an 8 out of 10 um, Nelson Semedo <coughs> I'll give him a 6.5 um, I'm not going to go into detail on many people except the ones I want to single out um Shira PK seven, Lungley six and a half, Jordi Abla seven, um, Busquets six, Rakitic four. Oh my God! Look, I'll, t- I'll say this: I'm gonna give Rakitic a new contract myself if if he promises to never pass the ball backwards again or sideways. Rakitic is gonna get a lifetime contract for me. If he only passes the ball forwards. Because I don't know what I'm going to do with myself the next time I see him make a, a backward pass. Or a sideways pass. It's just ridiculous. He's, he does, just doesn't see what's in front of him. It's only what's to his side or to his back. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> um, Vidal, very poor. Give him a five. It wasn't as bad as Rakitic. Um, Messi, six and a half. <laughs> Luis Suarez just couldn't do anything. Five. Braithwaite disappeared in this one, unfortunately. So I'm giving him a four and a half. Um, substitutes. The first was Artur. I liked Artur, like I said, so I give him a six and a half. Um, Griezmann. Three and a half. He managed to be worse than Rakitic in this game. Ricky Puig, not enough time to um, rate, obviously. Um, Kike Setien, I'm giving him a two. He was the worst one. 
tonight or whenever you're listening to this in the game. Um, he was just awful. Bad lineup. Rakitic in the starting lineup is just a bad lineup. If you if you put Rakitic with Busquets, that's a bad lineup. The two have to play separate from each other. They just don't make sense together unless the game is won and all you want is to keep possession. But if you want to create, it's one or the other. So then someone else, more creative, can play. And Rakitic and Busquets, the decision to take off Braithwaite to bring Artur when he could have took taking off Rakitic or Vidal because both were poor just awful by Kike Ricky Puig two minutes what what just awful I honestly feel like we, we might have lost La Liga tonight honestly I don't know didn't we lose La Liga it's possible Real Madrid have an easy schedule. They're really, they have two really tough games. Real Sociedad away on Sunday. Athletic Bilbao away after that. I don't know if it's exactly after that, but they have Athletic Bilbao away. Except from that, it's an easy schedule. Very easy. We have Atletico Madrid. We have Athletic Bilbao. We have Celta Vigo away, which is always trouble for us. So... The fact that they, all they need to do is win their next nine games. And I know it sounds like a lot, but the games are going to come thick and fast. So it's it's like eight weeks and they have a chance to win La Liga. And now we have to hope and we have to improve. Kike Setien has to find answers. We have to play better and we have to find a way to win these games. We have to win our last eight games and then just hope. And I hope that this podcast wasn't garbage because I'm really upset and I just needed to talk about it because it was an awful performance. So that's it. I hope you liked this post, the Sevilla nil, Barcelona nil post game show here on the Barcelona Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. See you next time.